Welcome into the weekend. Welcome into Friday. How are all those national champions doing out there today? Mike Steely here at the one and only Riverwind Casino. We do have Parker back in the Buffalo Wild Wings studios. Uh, it's going to be a big weekend here at Riverwind. We have Beats and Bites show number uh, two of the 2023 Beats and Bites season. It is going to be the Gin Blossoms and Tonic tomorrow night on the Coupe Ale Works Beats and Bites stage. You can get tickets at Riverwind.com. You can get them inside the casino right over at the Showplace Theater box office. It's going to be a great time. All those incredible food trucks, games for the kids, arts and crafts, Great craft beer from Coop Ale Works and outdoors here at Riverwind. A great show with the gin blossoms and tonic tomorrow night. Get outdoors, get outside, bring your lawn chairs, bring your folding chairs, bring yourself, bring your appetite, bring the kiddos. You'll have a great time at Beats and Bites uh, tomorrow night with the gin blossoms and tonic on the Beats and Bites stage. Parker Thune. We expected it, but it's always sweet. If you're a Sooner fan, you are savoring. Hattie Gassel winning her seventh national championship. That's three in a row for Oklahoma, and they found a way to get it done again last night. You know what's crazy? Plank and I were talking about this. There were times when they kind of kicked the ball around in this Women's College World Series. They made some base running errors. We didn't think it was going to be perfect, but I don't think Oklahoma played nearly as well as they were capable of playing in some of these games. You run into some tough pitching and Kennedy and Sander Cock early in the game last night. But a couple things happen with this Oklahoma team. One, they find a way. They find a way, somehow, some way. they find a way to get it done in the clutch. And uh, what can you say about Jordy Ball other than total, absolute domination by Jordy Ball when she was out there in the circle? Jordy Ball was spectacular, and all in all, this OU softball team was spectacular, Steely. And I think what you said about the fact that OU played far from perfectly – throughout this tournament in Oklahoma City really just sums up and underscores how wide of a margin there was this past season between Oklahoma and everybody else in the world of softball. If OU can play a B, B-minus type of softball game and still take command of that game in the fifth inning down the stretch, obviously sweep the series, but I, I, the fact that they can do all of that make errors, make base running mistakes, and still at the end of the day, you're never even really doubting that Oklahoma's going to be on top after seven innings are played. It just goes to show you the true nature of the monster that Patty Gasso has built in Norman. And now they're entering rarefied company with three consecutive national titles. Yeah, unbelievable, and clearly the favorite to win it again next year. You know, uh, the Sooners are going to lose some players, but guess what? They've got plenty left on board, and, uh, you know, you're going to lose Grace Green, uh, Grace Lyons, obviously, Alex Storacco, and uh, Haley Lee, but you've got so many capable players still coming back on the roster, and then they – I'm sure they'll probably add maybe somebody through the portal, you would think. I know everybody wants Najee Kennedy. But uh, we'll see how everything plays out. But just uh, what, what a great story. What a great story. And uh, Patty Gasso, you can't, the, there aren't enough superlatives out there to throw her way because she has been unbelievable. Think about this. The, uh, the sport at the University of Oklahoma forever has been football. And the Sooners have seven national championship and championships in football, their last one coming in the year 2000. 
And now Patty Gasso has seven national championships since she took over as Oklahoma coach. And she has seven since the year 2000. So that tells you the kind of program she's put together. And, yes, clearly it's about championships, but also I think it's about the quality of the young ladies who come into the program and leave the program despite what part of America thinks. They have no clue. Uh, but they are they're just unbelievable. And I love it when Patty really, you know, I don't know if vulnerable is the word to use, but when she really talks about it, she's talked this, this year a lot about the pressure. You know, a lot of times the coaches won't address the P word, the pressure word, right? But she's talked about, man, the standard is so high. And when you have the winning streak, you know, they end the year on a 53-game winning streak, and you're basically, it's like you're this superhuman team that should not lose, that's that's a lot for certainly the girls on that roster to handle. And, yes, they're supremely talented, and they've got the best roster and the best team in the country. But it's still not easy, and it's not easy for a veteran coach, the best coach in the country like Patty Gasso. So I love this clip here. Normally I don't play one that's over two minutes, but this was so good last night. Patty Gasso, at the end of her presser, was asked, a pretty simple question, but the, the answer was fairly complex. Patty was asked this question, what still drives her? Them. I want to be my best for them. I thought I was done doing this. <laughs> I want to be my best for them because they, they trust me. They make a commitment to me. So I need to give it back to them. I need to give it back to their parents. What's really amazing, and there are coaches in here that know what I'm talking about, this is our family. I spend more time with them, and I see them more in one day than I see my husband in a week sometimes. So they're your family, and you promise their parents that you're going to take care of them. So you take care of them, but you push them. So I push them like a coach, but also like a mother who's looking out for her kids. And if I have to discipline them, I discipline them. I raise them like they're my own. But ultimately, I know what their goal is. And it's my job. That's my job. That's our jobs as coaches. We're supposed to win. And if we don't, we may not have a job. So I take that very personally because I care about my assistant coaches very much and their families and their welfare. And especially if JT got fired, then I would have to pay his bills too. So (laughs) I got to keep him employed. I love to compete. I love when it's hard. I love when people say you can't. Um, And I just love being around young people and to see their growth and their heart and their expression is just, it's like a proud mom. Looking at all these guys coming back in the future, I don't even want to think about it right now because the grind will start again, but um, it's fun. It's not a job. I've been doing this here for 29 years. It's not a job. It's, it's, it's life. It's my life, and um, it's my family's life as well. So we'll keep going for a few more. No, wait. I'll go because then you'll start asking questions. Don't ask questions. We're good. (laughs) Good stuff from Patty Gasso last night. And, again, I'm sure if you're a coach out there 
and you hear her say that, you know, you're one of the teams that compete against Oklahoma, you're like, man, I'd love to have that roster, you know, have a chance to handle that pressure. I get it, but at the same time, that doesn't mean there isn't any pressure. There is a ton of pressure. And, again, imagine what the story would have been had Oklahoma not won the uh, the Women's College World Series after that amazing uh, regular season. And, again, they, they go undefeated uh, through the postseason as well. Just an incredible program. An amazing roster of great young ladies and an amazing coaching staff as well. This was pretty telling last night, Parker. I, this clip from Lonnie Alameda, who played at the University of Oklahoma back in the early 90s, the Florida State head coach. Uh, this was her reaction, uh, you know, just ask basically her reaction to the game last night as the Sooners win the title. And here's what Lonnie Alameda, the FSU coach, had to say. Um, I guess first off, congratulations to... OU, um, they're just firing on all cylinders. It's it's pretty cool. I think uh, a lot of people are texting me throughout. You know, like a lot of people don't like um, that one team's winning all the time. And um, you know, I get a little vibe sometimes of like, um, you know, take down the machine. And we gave our best <laughs> for that. Um, but they're really good. And Oklahoma does a really good job. And they do a good job in, in all cylinders from. You know, recruiting to developing to um, meeting the NIL to development of program and team. And um, it's really an honor to compete against uh, the highest level. And we talked about that today. And, um, you know, it can be frustrating at times or it can raise our game. And uh, it's raising our game. It's making me a better coach. And um, it was just really cool. So hats off to them. Interesting, Parker. I wonder how many of those texts, you know, take down the machine, please, were from uh, from coaches around the country. I'd be curious to know that. I mean, Lonnie Alameda is somebody that played softball at the University of Oklahoma. I would imagine it's it's got to be somewhat cool for her to be seeing her alma mater dominate the way that they have, but it's also got to be crushing to be on the losing end of a game where last night in particular, you get that home run from Mac Leonard off Alex Starocco. You break through offensively. You have momentum, if only for a moment. And then the next two batters the Sooners send to the plate, both go yards. Sidney Sanders going oppo taco. And then Grace Lyons, the senior, the captain, yanking one of the left field seats to give the Sooners the lead. So it, I, I tweeted it out last night, Steely. If there's a word that sums up this season for OU softball, it's inevitable and it does make you wonder doesn't it what happened that Sunday afternoon in Waco where the Sooners fell victim to their only loss of the entire 2023 season for as many times as this team was pressed and pushed their limits and responded how is there a one in the loss column yeah, and, and that's the standard we're talking about. Man, how did this team lose a game? But just a phenomenal year, so much fun, and uh, a lot more to talk about about OU softball as we move along today. We're going to have Brandon Drum coming up at 135 on the Riverwind Casino Hotline. So get ready to talk Sooner football recruiting. Will Nguyenary is coming in this weekend. We'll talk about that. Speaking of Sooner softball and the MVP of the Women's College World Series. Do you want an autographed softball from the one and only Jordy Ball? And do you need your garage door fix? You can do both. Call Affordable Door Friday and Saturday. Affordable Door again Friday and Saturday, 405-635-9499. Or visit affordabledoor.net. That's affordabledoor.net. You can get your garage door fix. You'll get a free 
autographed softball from the uh, legendary Jordy Ball as well. This is a limited-time offer, so call now. Again, 405-635-9499. I want to thank Lasher Home Comfort System, sponsoring our first hour. Get your AC tuned up with that great company. So it'll last the summer, 405-579-3113. Lasher Home Comfort System. Steel Man and Thune here on a Friday, getting ready for the weekend. Let's talk a little more about the Sooners' natty victory last night over Florida State and, again, some of the reaction, which is absolutely ridiculous. We'll talk about that coming up next right here on The Ref. All right, we are back. I'm here at Riverwind Casino. Always love being out here at Riverwind. Uh, The weekend is here, and the weekend means uh, a lot of fun, as always, here at Riverwind Casino. You want to come out and have a great meal, always a great option for you. I'm sitting here right in front of uh, Chips and Ales Pub Restaurant. Very popular. You won't miss a game in there. Great little uh, pub menu. It is big time. I love the carrot cake. I always get that to go. Great chicken pot pie, tremendous appetizers. River Buffet tonight is steak night. Tomorrow night, seafood night. Sunday, big-time brunch. They have an awesome food court as well with a lot of choices. And the newly renovated Riverwind Casino looks amazing. And I would say they are almost close to having the whole thing finished. Uh, More gaming machines now, nearly 3,000. They've got... Uh, you know, their tremendous poker room, all the table games as well, off-track betting, high-stakes areas, more of those now. It looks unbelievable. By the way, uh, tomorrow night, Beats and Bites, second show of 2023. We opened up with 38 Special and Blue Oyster Colts a couple weeks ago. Tomorrow night, it'll be the Gin Blossoms and Tonic on the Coop Aleworks Beats and Bites stage outdoors here at Riverwind. Uh, Parker, can we give uh, give everybody just about a 20-second taste of the uh, gin blossoms and tonic? Is that possible? Tomorrow night, right here at Riverwind on the Beats and Bites stage. Um, Once again, let's talk a little sooner softball. Um, By the way, Chris Plank, fantastic job. Just a hardworking professional who's great at what he does. And uh, sooner softball fans are lucky to have Chris on the call. Just like the sooner, you know, football, basketball, baseball fans are lucky to have T-Road. Two super pros, happy for Plank getting... You know, another championship season, and uh, not many play-by-play people get a chance to call, uh, you know, one championship, much less a dynasty, but you couldn't find a more deserving guy or a better guy than Chris Plank. So congrats to him and another great final call by Plank last night. All right, uh, so again, you get some of this. The most ridiculous thing I saw last night which is just emblematic of our society, was this United Women's Athletic Association at UWAA underscore United. I'm all for supporting women's sports, 100%. But the tweet that was put out last night, and I don't know what kind of Yahoo put this out, but they have like 30,000 followers 
we will commit to using every resource we have to bringing parity and equality to the college softball playing field. It's not good for our game to have one super dominant team year after year. I'm like, (laughs) that's amazing. I mean, let's spread it all around, make sure that everybody gets their participation trophy and everybody gets to feel good. Just get better. I mean, Parker, that, like I said, I'd never heard of this organization before. If they're supporting women's sports, I'm all for that. But to send out a tweet like that, what is that all about? I have no, like, you're committed to using every resource available to basically leveling the playing field. Okay, so, like, tangibly, what does that look like? I'd love to know. What are you going to do to ensure that OU softball doesn't win a fourth straight national title next year? Are you going to somehow create a petition to prevent OU from using the transfer portal? I, I fail to see. I fail to see what this organization, what this association can and will tangibly do to increase parity in college softball. Guess what? When you win championships, players want to play for your program. Whether And they want to come to Norman, Oklahoma, whether via the traditional recruiting trail or via the transfer portal. So, at a certain point, the only way to knock the University of Oklahoma off of its pedestal as the premier program in college softball is to beat them. And yes, that's easier said than done. But it's not unjust that Oklahoma continues to win title after title after title. It's simply a testament to Patty Gasso and the culture that she's built. It's not like Oklahoma's shelling out loads of money to bring in players under the table by illicit means. Everything they're doing, they're doing within the rules. They're just doing a better job than everybody else, Steely. Yeah, it's crazy to me. You know, it doesn't surprise me. Humans are, are, you know, are jealous. You know, we have those emotions. I've been jealous. I, you know, has been a while. But uh, it's a very bad thing to be. But also, just for an organization like that, to put out a tweet like that is, is absolutely crazy. And... To me, you know, you just you heard the Lonnie Alameda. I, th- I thought Lonnie Alameda was great. She, you know, she gave credit to Oklahoma, but you know, sneaking in that, you know, I got all these texts about people wanting me to take down the machine. Please, there is just so much jealousy out there for the Oklahoma softball program. Danny Cannell, he's a Florida State dude. He's a whiner, you know, talking about. Well, you know, I wonder how OU fans was if the game was played or the World Series was played in Tallahassee, Oklahoma really didn't play two Oklahoma-level quality games against Florida State and still won because they're clutch and they had Jordy Ball. And they've been in those moments before and they know what to do. They, they're able to somehow make a play, hit a big home run. They are just clutch and they expect to win. They absolutely expect to win, no matter the circumstance. Best defined by Kinsey Hansen in the Super Regional, of course, against Clemson in Game 2. But, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of Georgia jealousy out there in college football. There has been for Alabama, uh, the Sooners probably during the 70s. But it's almost as if there's some kind of thought that, well, Patty Gasso is going to be doing something that surely is, you know, 
not within the rules. Nobody can be this good, right? I mean, it's just it's it's pretty ridiculous. And yeah. again, they are the overwhelming favorite to win it again next year. Clearly, the suggestion on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line is that Danny Cannell is the one who's shadow running the UWAA Twitter <laughs> account. Big Rick in Owasso Maybe. says, "What are they going to do? Go all Tanya Harding on us?" Yeah. Who is the well the one dude Sean Eckert who looked like Mark Mangino's child uh is no longer with us, so I don't know if he can put that organization back together. So yeah, I know. We're gonna do everything within our power. Basically it's saying we're gonna do everything within our power to unseat Oklahoma. This is not fair. They are just too good. And look, national people are defining this program by Alyssa Brito slamming a bat down on a walk. Or there's this generation out there, and I get it, that, you know, act like you've been here before. We've all heard that. And we don't like showboating. We certainly don't like showing up the opposition. And there's some people out there that clearly feel that way about OU. Um, To me, they're celebrating their own accomplishments. I don't think they're, you know, doing this in the face of the other team. And, look, I even think a couple of Alyssa Brito's slamming the bat down after a walk is a little ex- – I don't know if it's extreme, but it's a little much for me. But they have no idea what the program is all about. And I think the culture that Patty Gasso has created, and you're doing that with great athletes. you got to have the great athletes too, but you've got to have athletes that buy in. And I think – I don't know if there's a better culture in college athletics that I've seen – in a long time, the well, what Patty Gasso has created at OU with softball. And to suggest that there is some sort of imbalance in the world of collegiate softball is to suggest that the playing field is not level, which it is, right? It's not like it's not like you have a Major League Baseball type of dynamic from years past where the Yankees are shelling out $150 million in payroll and the Tampa Bay Rays are spending – Twenty-five million dollars, right? And obviously, <laughs> as we as we've seen in Major League Baseball for years, oftentimes the teams that spend less often win more than the teams that spend in great deals. But nobody's spending in college softball. Oklahoma's not throwing bags to get players to Norman. What they're doing is winning. Winning sells. Championships sell. And that's the reason why Oklahoma continues to get better and better and better is because they keep winning championships, which in turn continues to attract elite talent. It's as simple as that. I'm with you, and uh, I I think their faith plays a role in this, just the way they approach the game. You know, I don't know what your religious beliefs are. I know what mine are. Uh, Some people are uncomfortable with people being so open about that in a, uh, you know, athletic environment, a sporting environment. But clearly, we know that program, there's a lot of that as an element in their success, I believe. And that's why I do believe that Grace Lyons is going to be missed big time. Not only for uh, what she stands for and how people feel about her, but a great leader and has changed a lot of lives uh, over in the softball offices over there. So she is, I'm not going to say irreplaceable, but she's going to be tough to replace uh, from a leadership standpoint, plus... A, a really good player, and how clutch was she last night? 
All right, we get a break, ladies and gentlemen. By the way, speaking of softball, if you want a free softball autograph from Jordy Ball, you need your garage door fixed, call Affordable Door today or tomorrow, Friday or Saturday, 405-635-9499, or visit affordabledoor.net. Get your garage door taken care of, a autographed Softball from the now legendary Jordy Ball will be yours as well. Limited time offer, so call now, 405-635-9499. Coming right back here on The Ref. All right, welcome back. Good to have you with us. Friday here at Riverwind Casino, Beats and Bites 2023, show number two of the uh, 2023 Outdoor Concert Series season out here at the one and only Riverwind Casino featuring the Gin Blossoms and Tonic. Don't forget, we've got indoor shows coming back. Won't be long. In fact, we are two weeks out from Earth, Wind, and Fire at the Showplace Theater, June 23rd in July. Collective Soul on the 21st, Josh Turner on the 28th, the comedy of Gabriel Iglesias on the 29th. In August, Dwight Yoakam, he was so good. That's what people have told me. I'm I'm not a big uh, Dwight Yoakam guy, but a lot of people are. He's going to be here August 19th, and people said he is really, really good live. Counting Crows, August 25th. REO Speedwagon in September, September 8th, Chicago, September 15th. We've also got shows on the way uh, coming up in October. Foreigner, Rodney Carrington, Aaron Lewis, and, of course, this weekend it is the Beats and Bites Outdoor Concert Series with all those great food trucks, arts and crafts. Uh, we've got, again, games for the kids. Kids 12 and under get in free. Tickets are only 10 bucks. Get yours at Riverwind.com, the Gin Blossoms and Tonic, and the Beats and Bites stage tomorrow night. So, I heard you had somebody help me. I have a flat tire. <laughs> was Parker Thune? Is that right? No, that was last night, Steely. I came face to face with the stuff of your nightmares. You know, it was funny. My my first thought upon realizing that I didn't have a jack and tools in the back of my car with which to change the punctured tire, my first thought was, well, I know who I can't call. Well, that you know, I did that impression of the Geico lizard because when Shay, the first time she saw that commercial, she got a smile on her face and said, "That's Mike Steely right there," and she's right. So, yes. Yeah, so, but it looks like you got some help, right? I did get some help from Andrew, a Cornerstone member of OU Twitter. I'm not sure whether he's a ref listener or not. I'm not sure whether he's a member of the Army. If if he is, I'm sure he's listening and will text to confirm. But. Either way, Andrew was attending the OU softball game last night. Uh, finished, uh, obviously, once the festivities finished up there, he headed back to Moore, and he was not too far down the road from where I ran over a railroad spike, destroyed my left rear tire, and was left stranded at an on-cue on the north side of So North. that's why you uh, were you on your way to KC? Uh, no, I was not on my way to Why KC. I- so here's here's the deal, Steely. So I'm apartment watching for my fiance right now. She's up in Montana oh, okay. at a wedding for one of her old college friends. And so her apartment is in Moore. My house is in Norman. So I was at my house last night for the OU Insider live stream, wrapping up the third straight national championship for OU softball, as well as previewing the official visit weekend for OU football. So... That wraps up late because we didn't start 
until the softball game's conclusion. So that wraps up around 10.30. It's probably 11 when I'm on my way back to Moore, and I drive over the railroad tracks, as one does, to get from the side of Norman that I live on up to Moore. And, you know, I had one of those moments where, you know, you just, I don't know if you can relate to this or not, Steely, but because I know you're not much of a car guru, but I I had I'm one of those. opposite of a car guru. Yes. Well, I, I had one of those moments where I knew immediately that something was amiss. I go over the railroad tracks and I was like, oh, something didn't feel slash sound right there. And then within 30 seconds, I'm getting the dashboard the alert sound? for my, well, I'm getting the dashboard alert for my car that my air pressure in the left rear is dropping. And so thankfully it had enough air in it to get me to on cue. But as soon as I stepped out of the car, you just hear the whooshing sound, the air's spilling out of that thing. And I, I, I go take a look at it, and there's just this enormous railroad spike buried in the tire. I'm like, oh, boy, this isn't going anywhere. So went to grab the spare out of the trunk, yanked the spare out, and then realized, oh, my new car. I still consider it my new car, even though I've had it for like nine months now. But my old car had a jack and tools in the spare hatch. My new car apparently does not. So instantly I was like, shoot, I can't change this tire on my own. So... Put the word out on Twitter, the ref army, the Sooner Twitter army more broadly is fantastic. And there were probably 10 people in my DMs within minutes saying, I got a jack. I'm right up the road. I can come help out. And so, uh, yeah, that's cool. That's, that's not, you know, I got to tell you though, Parker, if that had happened to me, but that's why I'm a triple A guy because Vegas would have the tire staying flat as a heavy, heavy favorite against me. Well, in that situation. Here's the deal. I have AAA as well, but AAA takes forever. I've had to use AAA before. Um, I had my compressor blow out in the DFW area a couple of years back, and I had to use AAA, but I was waiting like two and a half hours for them to get there. So I'm like, okay, I'm not going to be sitting here till 2 in the morning waiting on AAA. I know for a fact that there will be somebody not too far away that has a jack and tools, and Thankfully, there were numerous folks that volunteered their services. All of those folks are appreciated for their extension of their respective offers. But Andrew came by, helped me out. We got the tire changed, got the spare on it, and as of this morning, the tire is repaired. There you go. Congratulations. Good job. Good job, and thank you again to the Ref Army. We got some uh, great members of the Ref Army, and uh, it was cool to see that you got that taken care of. I'm laughing. <laughs> friend of mine in Tulsa is coming after Danny Cannell. George, my friend. Danny Cannell tweeted, I just saw this one popped up. I'm so happy for Oklahoma softball fans knowing they would never complain if the World Series was played in Tallahassee. Bunch of classy fans. Congrats on the dynasty. And my friend George just answered, among the uh, millions of Sooner fans who have come after Danny Cannell, were you in Clueless or just the theme behind the movie? There you go. Go get him, George. You know it's hilarious. Get him. You know it's hilarious, Steely. I seem to recall an instance in which OU played Florida State for a championship in Florida State's home state. And it was no deterrent to the Sooners. Yeah, just if you're great, you're going to have haters. Look, 
in this day and age, you don't even need to be great to have at least some haters because haters are everywhere in this day and age where social media reigns supreme. But if you're really good and you're dominant like Oklahoma, oh, you're going to have a legion of haters everywhere. There's no doubt about it. All right. Let's break right here. We will get to some texts in the next segment. We have Brandon Durham coming up at 135. So many things to talk about today. Congrats to Patty on the Natty again and that great team of hers and that great coaching staff of hers as well. Unbelievable. What they have done is just remarkable. Totally remarkable. And I think they've done it the right way in a classy way. And they celebrate too much, okay? You know what? What they're doing is working, and the young ladies they are producing in that program are all pretty impressive, too. All right, let's break right here. We'll get to the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line when we get back right here on The Ref. Friday, Friday, how we doing weekend? Pretty good. Everybody's doing better on Friday, particularly the uh, day after you win another national championship, Sooner Nation celebrating uh, the uh, back-to-back-to-back national championship from Patty and Company, their seventh overall. Patty and crew, again, just a phenomenal job, another great season, and, uh, man, just uh, spectacular. And, again, I think that you look in, uh, you know, some of those games in the World Series, the Sooners had base running errors, and they kind of bobbled the ball. They had some errors. They've been the best team fielding percentage-wise in the country. They didn't play their absolute best. But, again, totally clutch when they needed to be. And uh, Jordy Ball, everybody played a role, no doubt. Jordy Ball, though, was phenomenal and uh, just came out like a bulldog and uh, shut down the opposition. Absolutely fantastic. And congratulations to the Sooners again on winning uh, the softball championship last night. By the way, uh, if I go Beats and Bites tomorrow and I'm on the very back row for the Jim Blossoms and Tonic, I am thinking that there's still a very good chance I could still see all six strings on the guitar. Because of my visit to see Dr. Bellardo, the advanced laser in Cataract Center, he is the best of the business. They're super professional there. They make it super, super, man, I can't speak. They make it super comfortable as well. He's been in business for over 20 years in the uh, Oklahoma City metro area, and they're the leaders in uh, vision correction. So if you want to eliminate reading glasses like me, uh, you're well over 40 like me, and I am way past 40. Uh, You know, if you're either farsighted or nearsighted, you have Dr. Bellardo and the Advanced Laser and Cataract Center. Get yourself a consultation from Dr. B or the pros over there at 405-755-7700. Again, if you want to see if you qualify for lens replacement or cataract surgery, do it. Get that consultation from the experts like Dr. Bellardo at the Advanced Laser and Cataract Center. Like they always say, you want to see far, you want to see near, you've got to come here to the Advanced Laser and Cataract Center, 405-755-7700, online at alcok.com. Here at Riverwind, love being here on a Friday. Why don't we get a few texts in before we get out of here. Brandon Drum next hour on the Riverwind Casino Hotline. To the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line we go here. Uh, Jim in Arlington says, and we mentioned this earlier in the program, it's remarkable all the more to consider. Patty Gasso got her first natty in the 2000 season. 
the same year that OU football last won an Addy. Last night, she has already matched Sooner football with seven yeah. championships. It's amazing, and uh, you know what? 23 years is too long for Oklahoma football. Look, national titles aren't easy to win. And what the Sooner women have been doing on the diamond, uh, again, this is, I know UCLA and Arizona, you know, uh, back when the pack, all the way back to probably the pack eights, what they were doing was really good. But what Oklahoma's doing in this era, I believe is more impressive because the talent is more widespread. And yes, the Sooners have the, the best talent and the most talent, but it's absolutely phenomenal. 405 651 3439 on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. LG Sooner says last year Florida State had a softball super regional and couldn't even win that. So much for home That's field right. advantage. Yeah, absolutely right. You know, it, like I said, Oklahoma City invested. Oklahoma City has had the Softball Hall of Fame. Oklahoma City is the home of softball. Uh, if, you know, if, Go invest some money in a facility. Go, you know, get that done. Oklahoma City has done that. OU is just the best team. I don't care where they play. They they were going to win this championship. Kyle W. says, how's this for home field advantage? It's a photo of Jada Coleman robbing a home run. She would do this at any field. Danny Cannell is a tool and not even a good tool. He's like a broken tip screwdriver. Can we call him... Yesterday, somebody on the text lines called somebody else a dummy. Can we call him a dummy? <laughs> Danny Cannell is a dummy. Oh, from the 918, me and the rest of America hated the U back in the 80s and early 90s for the major sin that they were good and they were cocky. OU had three chances to win back then and didn't. Bottom line, I was just a jealous, bitter teenager throwing a fit because the team I rooted for didn't win. Same with the current softball fans. Yeah, I, I do think the U was a little more, well, I think they were actually a lot more in your face than this Oklahoma women's team is. I really believe, um, and I'm not saying maybe there hasn't been, uh, you know, a word exchange with, a, with another dugout or something, but I wouldn't think there would be very much of that. I just think they really ended to, to celebrating the little things. I Personally, when I saw Burrito throw the bat down that hard the first time and go crazy, I thought it was a little bit much, but... That's how they operate. The U, you had guys running you know, all the way through the ramps on a kickoff return, and you had the throat slashing deal. So it was, it got extreme with the U at times. There's no doubt. But, yeah, I, look, everybody hated the, those Miami teams, and the main reason was they were cocky and they could back it up. But I do think they took it over the top a lot too. Big Rick and Owasso brings up something else we talked about earlier in the show, which is, Remind me what state the 2000 Orange Bowl was played in. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And uh, what about, uh, you know, OU goes uh, in and, and loses to that Nick Saban LSU, LSU team, and they get to play LSU in New Orleans when LSU had won a championship in years and years and years. And, uh, you know, so, yeah, I mean, it's just people don't get it, and they're – Casual softball fans who come around, you know, at the end of the year when the, the regionals and super regionals start and when the Women's College World Series takes place and they see and hear, you know, the reaction for Oklahoma and they just think, oh, well, you know, that's it. That's the reason why Oklahoma wins every year. It's, the reason 
Oklahoma wins every year is they have the best team and the best coaching staff and the best culture. Jamie in White House says Danny Cannell probably hangs out with Clark Stroud. What was the word you, you used so? to describe Clark Stroud earlier this week? Mule shoes lackey. That's what it was. Yes, lackey. A lackey. A lackey. Florida you think Su- Mule Shoe tried to text Patty Gasso like congratulations? I was thinking about that because I think <laughs> about things that would anger me about Mule Shoe, and I'm like, surely he didn't try and text Patty Gasso. Because you know what? I would have blocked him. Now, Patty is a much bigger person than me. I am a small-minded old man, but, you know, I I would would not receive a congratulatory, te- congratulatory text from Mule Shoe. I know that. I mean, I wouldn't take one. Okay, we got to get out of here for hour number one. Brandon Drum next hour. More of your texts on the way. More Sooner Softball. Keep it here. Here at Riverwind on a Friday. Let's do Beats and Bites tomorrow night. Gin Blossoms and Tonic on the Beats and Bites stage. It's going to be a great show. It's going to be a great environment. Great reviews on the uh, season opener back on May 27th with 38 Special. And uh, Blue Oyster Colt, they were fabulous. The crowd was fabulous. Everybody had a great time. Why not do it again if you were at the uh, first Beats and Bites show? If you haven't been out to Beats and Bites, you're at Riverwind Casino. Gin Blossoms and Tonic will be on the Beats and Bites stage tomorrow night. Tickets are only 10 bucks. It's really one of the best entertainment values in the metro area year after year. It is spectacular. Coop Ale Works, big sponsor. They have the uh, Beats and Bites stage. Uh, great craft beer from Coop Ale Works. You've got tremendous uh, food choices out there with all the uh, array of local food trucks. They've got arts and crafts, games for the kids. Bring your lawn chair, bring your folding chair, bring yourself and bring a great attitude to have a great time at Beats and Bites 2023. Show number two tomorrow night, outdoors here at Riverwind, Gin Blossoms and Tonic. And again, tickets are only 10 bucks. Get yours online at riverwind.com. Kids under 12 get in free. Or if you're coming out to the casino today, stop by the Showplace Theater box office and grab your tickets to the show tomorrow night. Hey, Parker, can we give them a sample again? Give everybody out there just a sample like mm, Gin Blossoms and Tonic. I think I remember their songs, don't I? Well, just in case you don't, here is a little sample from the uh, Gin Blossoms uh, and Tonic. Okay, so tomorrow night, outdoors here at Riverwind. And uh, we're going to have a, a great crowd out here. All right, I uh, want to thank, by the way, Orthostat for all the uh, OU Softball Championship run updates. Great company. Thank you for their sponsorship. Sooner Softball updates brought to you again 
by Orthostat during their championship run. Orthostat and Norman, injuries, no fun. Orthostat, though, they're very, very much right there for you if you have an injury. Same-day orthopedic care, no appointment needed. Call Orthostat, 405-515-5575, or you can visit ouchorthostat.com to learn more. All right, uh, we've got a lot of uh, text on the text line we're going to get to here in just a second. Brandon Drum, 135, Riverwind Casino Hotline. Wow, I'm hearing Eddie Rabbit. Yeah, there we go. Uh, so anyway, uh, I just went Bob Stoops there. Okay, so anyway, um, Will Guaneri, visit this weekend. Tell us about, uh, you know, just how big this weekend for OU is. Everybody thinks about the Champion Barbecue, which is happening uh, next week. But this weekend, Parker Thune, pretty big uh, visits coming in for OU. Yeah, I mean, Williams Nuaneri is without question, I would say, the biggest visitor the weekend for Oklahoma. Now, you could make a case for Kobe Black, the five-star composite corner out of Waco, Texas, but... That's a guy that OU is very much on the fringe with. Like With Williams Nuaneri, you have a very good chance of adding that guy to your class for a variety of reasons. Obviously, I've put in a future cast that favors Oklahoma for Williams Nuaneri. But I think it is worthwhile to recognize that Todd Bates and Miguel Chavis do not have any other official visitors this weekend. Those two guys are going to be solely focused on wrapping things up with Williams Nuaneri. Now... He's got an official visit to Tennessee coming next weekend. Tennessee, for some time, has kind of been the primary challenger to OU. But I think this weekend for OU is less about convincing Williams Nuaneri not to visit Tennessee next weekend, because I think that's kind of a long shot, but more so to accelerate the decision timeline to such a point that he would not take the Oregon visit on September 23rd. See if you can get Oregon out of the picture. Tell him, look, you don't want to wait that long. Here's all that we have to offer. Here's what we can promise you at the University of Oklahoma. Here's how you're going to be developed as a player and a person both on and off the field. And if you want to go take the Tennessee visit before you make a decision, fine. But you don't need to drag this out another three months just to see Oregon one more time. So I think this weekend is going to be big as far as accelerating the timeline. Williams Nuaneri, from what I was told, came very, very close to committing to Oklahoma back in March, the last time he was on campus in Norman. So, big opportunity for you to make another big impression with the guy that is widely considered the top defensive end in the entire country. Outside of cornerbacks and one linebacker, Braden Platt from the state of Washington, there aren't even any other defensive official visitors coming in this weekend. So there will be a lot of intentionality in the Sooners' efforts in hosting Williams Nuaneri. He will be prioritized. His high school coach, Jamar Mosey, is going to be in town, as will his high school teammate Isaiah Mosey Jamar's son the four-star 2025 wide receiver so expect both those two guys to get a lot of attention and a lot of love from Oklahoma as they attempt to land what would be a watershed commitment on the defensive side of the ball no doubt Sooners make the top four for a couple offensive linemen Bennett Warren from Fort Bend Texas Oklahoma Texas A&M Michigan and Tennessee Daniel Cruz offensive lineman out of uh 
Richland, Texas. It's the Sooners, Ohio State, A&M, and Texas there. So, uh, And you were saying that some offensive line commitments might be some of the uh, Sooner commitments coming OU's way, so to speak? Well, I think any time that you are hosting as many official visitors at one position as Oklahoma is with offensive linemen this coming weekend, you can leverage those numbers to create some pressure. The Sooners have seven offensive linemen coming in for official visits this weekend. 14 total official visitors, seven of them offensive linemen. So, that said, what can you do when you got seven offensive linemen in town? You can look every one of those guys in the eye and say, hey, did you pay attention to how many other guys are here? And taking a hard look at the University of Oklahoma at your position, look, we only got so many spots. So if you want to jump on board, now's the time. So there are some guys that are going to be a little bit more receptive to that pressure than others. But if nothing else, it's going to create the perception in the mind of a recruit that, Hey, this is an attractive place to be for offensive linemen. There are a lot of guys that want to play offensive line at the University of Oklahoma. So if I feel like I'm at home here, maybe I ought to just go ahead and commit. All right, let's get back to the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. That number is 405-651-3439 and see what the ref army has to say. From the 918, playing on someone else's turf has happened to OU more than anyone. The one time we played for the Natty in basketball, we played Kansas in Kansas freaking city. Yeah, no doubt. You talk about bad luck. Uh, you know, the Sooners have beaten Kansas a couple times already, and uh, I still believe to this day, no doubt in my mind, Oklahoma was the best team in the country that year, but they weren't on that night, and that's still – to me, probably the most stinging loss uh, as an OU grad that I, I can remember because I wanted that title for Billy. I know how, how good he was building this program, making it exciting. You know, he and Wayman coming together, you know, pretty much at the same time. Wayman a year later, obviously. But uh, it was just so special. And, uh, you know, I always thought that, you know, Billy deserved a title, and uh, I still think uh, he was one of the most fun coaches to ever cover. And he had a couple blow-ups here and there, but that was a tough night. So, yeah, good text right there, no doubt. Glenn from Nashville says, Nobody seems to whine about the Men's Baseball College World Series being at Omaha every year. Well, exactly. By that logic, shouldn't Nebraska or Creighton be a regular in the College World Series finals? No, because it takes more than location to build a dynasty in any sport. And what Oklahoma has been able to do, I mean, certainly we would be asinine if we did not acknowledge that Oklahoma essentially plays with a substantial home field advantage every time they play at Hall of Fame Stadium. But you have to get there first. Everybody has to get there first. Nobody is guaranteed to be playing in the Women's College World Series. The path there is just as arduous for everybody. So the fact that Oklahoma got there with only a one in the loss column tells you how dominant this team is. And at that point, you know what? This is something that the NCAA has implemented. They've said Oklahoma City is going to be the host for the Women's College World Series. And for Oklahoma to be able to take advantage of that 
home field edge in June in Oklahoma City at Hall of Fame Stadium, guess what? They got to get there first, and only eight teams get there every single year. Yeah, the one that uh, cracked me up the most last night was this again on Twitter. The United Women's Athletic Association at UWAA underscore United. We will commit to using every resource we have to bringing parity and equality to the college football playing field. It's not good for our game to have one super dominant team year after year. I mean, it sounds it sounds like they're like sending uh, tanks to Norman or something, doesn't it? Like they've got troops that are going to march into Norman. That's, I mean... It's just ridiculous. I mean, it's absolutely ridiculous. That was the one that stood out to me. And you had uh, Carol Hudgens, whatever, the former Michigan coach, you know, and what she's saying, Oklahoma's got a 10th man out here. Okay, shut up. Jeez. And it's just whiny crybabies. You know what I don't like? Whiny crybabies. Especially the ones that whine. Okay, sorry. Sam in Tulsa says, I was there in KC. It was awful. Another listener said, the national championship against Florida in Miami in January 2009. Surely it hasn't happened to anyone more than OU. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, You know, there's just nationally, there's OU fatigue there. And softball right now is a red-hot sport. It's the second most popular sport in the OU campus. And, uh, you know, one of the reasons why this sport is growing in popularity is because of what Patty Gasso has done at Oklahoma and what Oklahoma City has done with their facilities and uh, made it even more exciting, you know, than it ever has been. So, um, to me, it's just, uh, you know, 90, 95% of this is pure jealousy because Oklahoma is just winning too much. You can't win too much in this society. we got to pass the participation trophy around to everybody, right? John from Tulsa says that same text line praised the UConn women's basketball team when they were on their roll. I swear this is just an Oklahoma thing. It really is Oklahoma versus the world. Maybe. Maybe. All right, we got to take a break right here. We do have Brandon, Brandon Durham on the way, OU Insider Rivals Network, to uh, talk about the uh, Will Winery uh, visit this weekend and what's going on in recruiting. Parker's colleague coming up here in about 10 minutes. River Wind Casino Friday night. Tomorrow night is another big drawing, preliminary drawings early, and the grand prize drawings just before midnight tomorrow night. Come on out and uh, get your share of $80,000 this month in the New Beginnings and Winnings promotion. And, again, the drawing uh, tomorrow night, Saturday evenings, preliminary drawings early, and, again, the grand prize drawing coming uh, just before midnight here at Riverwind. Win a bunch of cash and bonus play by playing with your wild card. Break time. Let's get back to Sooner Softball when we get back here on the home of Sooner fans, the ref. Welcome back. That uh, celebration at Toby Keese last night looked pretty awesome. Plank was there. Toby Keith hosting and uh, singing. How do you like me now? I mean, that's good stuff. Uh, that's, that's good stuff right there. 
Sooner softball team wins uh, the Natty last night, their third straight and uh, seventh overall for Patty Gasso during her incredible run at the University of Oklahoma, which has been just amazing. No doubt about it. All right, Riverwind Casino, over 2,800 electronic games. The newly remodeled gaming floor looks unbelievable. I mean, this place uh, looks absolutely fantastic. They also have three, now three high-stakes gaming areas. They've got, of course, the tremendous poker room. You've got the off-track betting in there. They've got the best promotions, the best bars and dining, great hotel attached to the casino, best service. It's all great out here at Riverwind Casino. They also do music rights. We have Beats and Bites, second show of 2023, happening tomorrow night on the Coop Aleworks Beats and Bites stage. It will be the Gin Blossoms and Tonic on the Beats and Bites stage tomorrow night. Then in July, Mark Chestnut uh, with, uh, you know, we've got Mark Chestnut, Shenandoah, and Tracy Bird. And then August 26th, Gary Allen will be the final show of the Beats and Bites season. We're two weeks away, two weeks away from uh, reopening the Showplace Theater as a concert venue. And what a way to get that done. How about earth, wind, and fire to get it started? June 23rd. That's Now, that show is sold out. Maybe you know a buddy or something. But um, that's going to be a heck of a way to bring back the Showplace Theater. The later shows in July, Collective Soul, Josh Turner, Gabriel Iglesias, the comedian, in August, Dwight Yoakam. Uh, Counting Crows as well. In September, you've got REO Speedwagon in Chicago. In October, a show with Foreigner, and you've got shows coming up with Rodney Carrington and Aaron Lewis. Get all your uh, tickets online at riverwind.com for the shows at the Showplace Theater, or you can get tickets to the Beats and Bites shows. Those are only 10 bucks, and kids under 12 get in free. And, of course, you can also attain those by just dropping by the Showplace Theater box office here at the casino. Okay, let's hear... From uh, Patty Gasso, last night, again, as the Sooners beat Florida State to win the national championship back-to-back-to-back to back to back for OU now. And, again, seven championship rings for Patty Gasso. Uh, Patty said this year's championship did come with a lot more pressure and attention. This one was just so many landmarks of okay, now they're, now they, they're only five away from this. Or, you know, like it's more of the outside coming in and telling us what we are close to doing or what we need to do. And um, it was really hard to kind of hunker down and say, okay, it, we're not listening. It doesn't matter. We know what we're here for. We know what we're trying to do. So it was, I think this really was the roughest one I've ever had to go through just because of with lots of fans and the growth of the sport comes a lot of pressure. And I think I've felt that and they have felt that. And I don't know if they shared that with you, but to be sitting up here and telling you this is still kind of amazing because um, everybody is out to get us. They, they want to bring down the evil empire, whatever it is. I don't know. But we just want to play ball. That's all. The Jada Coleman wants to rob home runs. Tiare Jennings wants to hit doubles and be clutch. I mean, that's, that's how they're made. They're just, they just want to play ball. There you go, Patty, after last night's victory over Florida State to win the national championship. 
Grace Lyons, what an imprint she left on the OU softball program. Not only in terms of wins and losses, but, uh, uh, you know, the way she conducted herself, lives that she helped change uh, with her faith and everything else. She's going to be missed, not only for her uh, great play out there, particularly on the defensive side of the ball, but Grace again last night, big home run, the go-ahead home run came through in the clutch and uh, you know just one of a uh, handful of players that you can look back through the years with Patty's teams that left a major imprint on the program and Grace Green as well won't be back next year they lose four you also lose the uh, transfer stars Alex DiRocco and Haley Lee both were huge for OU this year as well, coming from Texas A&M and Michigan. But how about Grace Lyons last night? She was asked about what made this team special. How did they handle the pressure and keep winning all these games and and uh, culminate with the national championship last night? She said because this team early on was completely locked in. Something that we talked about early on in the fall is the expectations from the outside um, of what people expect of us. Um, what people, what fans, but even like opposition, what they expect of us and what they're trying to kind of make us think or see on social media. And the message off the bat was eyes are on our circle. Um, We're going to keep focusing on what we do every single day. Um, It doesn't matter what the outside has to say. Um, We're going to do the little things. We're going to keep grinding, as these players are saying. It's it's a grind, and um, we work so hard to create a cohesive circle um, to where the outside uh, wasn't that big of an impact on us and our mindset. And I think from day one, we had to do that, and we had to continue that until now. Um, and even hearing, you know, some things now of people trying to get in our circle. Um, the focus is eyes on each other and eyes up um, to keep it as simple as possible. And I think that allowed us to have so much fun just uh, celebrating each other's wins, the little things, um, because uh, just this team is so unique but so awesome and so great to be a part of. Grace Lyons, great career. And... Uh... Great performance last night, instrumental in the Sooners getting it done, coming back against Florida State. All right, let's get as many texts in as we can uh, here in the next couple minutes, and then we'll make way for Brandon Drum in the next segment, 405-651-3439. Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. From the 918, if they felt that much pressure, imagine the pressure Saban and Bama and Kirby and Georgia go through. Football fans are insane. Oh, yeah, absolutely, no doubt. And uh, when you're the best, again, you might have the best uh, the best roster, you might have the best coaching staff, but that doesn't mean you always win. And I think the fact that the Sooners had this long winning streak was a big part of that too. Elsewhere on the text line, LG Sooner says, softball fan bases of Florida State and other teams in the South and Southeast should thank OU instead of bashing them. Until 2000, it was all UCLA and Arizona. But when OU won that natty, the shift of softball power shifted away from the West Coast. Yeah, that that's accurate. But, you know, look, fan bases, what is uh, fan short for? Fanatic. Ty, uh, Parker. Yeah, yeah. And in this day and age of social media, especially, where you can be null 627 or ronnie for fsu and you don't have you know that nobody knows who you are um 
you know, you can say whatever you want, and people will say things on social media that they would never, ever say to anybody else in person. It's just, it's created, you know, fan bases have always talked trash to each other. I mean, there's no doubt, but it's made it even worse. So, and again, it's a jealousy thing. It's a completely, uh, you know, it's a it's a jealousy kind of thing. And if you're pretty uninformed in the subject, you just immediately, what's the, the, the easiest thing to pull to in that situation is, well, you're playing at home. It's basically a home game. Some of these people... May, may have watched one softball game right before before the uh, the tournament got underway so that's just the way as earth wind and fire who will be at the showplace theater in two weeks would say that's the way of the world back to the text line let's get one more here on the knippelmeyer chevrolet text line kyle w simply says you're never going to be criticized by someone that is doing better and or more than you Boomer. Yeah, I like that. I like that, Kyle. All right, we got to get to a break here at Riverwind on a Friday. The weekend is here. Yes. You know what I'm looking forward to? Going out to get something to eat, just being my, with my wife, watching something tonight, and having the four dogs lounge around with us. That, to me, that is what I like on a Friday night. The simple things. The very simple things for a simple man like me. Some call me a simpleton. All right, stay with us. We'll be right back here on the Home of Sooner Fans. Yes, Brandon Drum, ladies and gentlemen, still clearly the best guest theme music, too. I I don't think that'll ever be topped. It's kind of like OU softball. It will never lose ever again. Brandon, how we doing? Obviously, huge weekend uh, with uh, Will and Winery coming in uh, for OU. And you talk about if there's a target, uh, you know, top three target maybe in this class for Oklahoma, he's certainly right there. So uh, what kind of opportunity do the Sooners have with him this weekend? I think you just have to lay down the foundation, obviously. I kind of hope that. You know, maybe he doesn't go to Tennessee. I mean, I can't see him not going. Uh, but I think for the most part, you hope that the foundation's laid so well that that Oregon visit during the season doesn't take place and that you end up getting his commitment. Obviously, he's coming down with former Oklahoma Sooner Jamar Mosey, who's his head coach um, up there. And then, obviously, Jamar Mosey's son, Isaiah Mosey, who's a five-star wide receiver in the 2025 class. Is coming down as well. So there's going to be a lot of people around, you know, when Larry that's going to be uh, pro-Oklahoma. And Oklahoma's hoping that the relationship that he has, which he does tell you that his best relationship is far and away, Todd Bates and Miguel Chavis, uh, as long as they can continue to build off that. And the, the official visit turns out as well as the visit did this past past spring where he almost committed to Oklahoma, uh, you know, maybe something happens and maybe these other visits don't take place. But right now I can't see that not not happening where he doesn't go to Tennessee. But in the end, you hope that that resonates for several weeks later and that he just decides, you know what, I'm done, and that Oklahoma becomes a pick. But this weekend's going to be the big, big weekend for that to take place, and we're going to know, you know, sometime next week how all that 
uh, all that took place. Now, Brandon, obviously, Will Nuaneri is the only defensive line official visitor this weekend. However, there is also a linebacker who is the only official visitor amongst his position group this weekend at Oklahoma, and that'd be Braden Platt out of the state of Washington. Obviously, Oklahoma, which had not been a player in the Pacific Northwest really ever, made a venture up that direction to the Evergreen State to reel in Josiah Wagoner, Josiah Wagoner, excuse me. I always forget that's an A and not an O. But they get Josiah Wagner and they get Heath Ozaide in the 2023 class. Now they're back mm-hmm. in the market for a couple of Washington prospects this cycle in Platt and Fox Crater, who's currently committed to Oregon. Curious specifically on Platt, what's your gauge on that situation heading into the weekend and heading into Oklahoma's shot to make a big impression? I think, obviously, ironically, you know, Platt, Oregon's pushing for him as well. Uh, a couple other programs on the West Coast are trying to make a run. Um, Oklahoma, from my understanding of things, feels pretty good about it. I mean, NIL is not a real big deal to Braden Platt. That's not kind of what he's he's not really looking for that. So anytime you get a kid that's highly rated like that and really isn't into you know, I'm all about the money type deal or who's going to give me this or that or whatever. Uh, it tends to, you know, work in Oklahoma's favor, just like it did with P.J. Adabari, just like it did with several others in the 2023 class, a la Jackson Arnold. Uh, I mean, Peyton Bowen got NIL. But that wasn't the, 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 the biggest thing for him. You know, it was comfortability and home for him was more than anything else. So, when you get kids that that's not the, the, the top thing on their list, Oklahoma generally does really well. So right now I think they feel pretty good about where they stand with him. Uh, again, this weekend is going to be key. He came down this spring, really liked it, said that he was going to come back, and now he is coming back. Uh, and Oklahoma has continued to build that relationship really, really strongly. Um, and obviously – Landing several guys from the PNC was just huge, huge, huge uh, for them. Or PNW, excuse me, which is huge for them last year in 2023 class. And it laid the foundation for everything up there. So much like Fox Crater where Oklahoma, they feel like they have a chance to flip it. They really do. I mean, he came in in the spring. Uh, you know, he's he really liked the visit, and then now you got Beanbow leading the way. Anytime Bill Beanbow's involved in the recruitment, Oklahoma has a chance just because of his history as an offensive line coach and what he's done developmental-wise with all those guys. So uh, I think Oklahoma is a really good shot for both those those guys. It's just going to be a matter of you know the, the visits later on, or and or can you stop them from taking visits? Much like Clemson with Wesco, I think there's going to be trends where some of these kids come in and they just don't take any more visits after they go to certain places. And I think Oklahoma is one of those stops where you saw that last year where that took place with a lot of guys that they got committed in the class where they just didn't take any more visits after they got to Oklahoma. And it was because Oklahoma was one of the final visits late in June for their champion barbecue. Um, We'll see if that takes place. That's why Oklahoma wanted to be the third weekend. They wanted that champion barbecue to be the third weekend. Obviously, this is only the second weekend going into everything. Or, no, it's the third, right? So it would be the fourth. The champion barbecue would be the fourth because they started the weekend of uh, 
Memorial weekend was the first weekend you could actually go. They started official visits. So, I mean, that's what Oklahoma's doing. They're trying to be kind of the last, you know, official visits for some of these guys during the summer. Uh, and we'll see where it goes from there. But I think Oklahoma's in a really good spot for both. Brandon Drum with us on the Riverwind Casino Hotline on this Friday. All right, best case scenario, I, I think a lot of Sooner fans would uh, would tell you if you could get two running backs and you could get Taylor Tatum and Caden Durham together in this class, that would be a grand slam home run. Uh, what percentage chance do you think that could actually happen uh, in this class? I don't know, maybe 40%, you know, 45%. Look, here's the That's deal. not bad. Oklahoma. No, no, it's not bad, but I mean, it, it, they're still they're 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 battling off USC and Michigan with Taylor Tatum, and obviously it's LSU, Texas A&M, and a couple of others for King Durham. Now, King Durham's going to come up, like we reported. I reported this week on OU Insider. He's coming up on the 14th and 15th. He's going to come up. He's going to take another official. Then he's going to camp at Oklahoma. Then he's going to take his official visit after that on the 16th, 17th, and 18th. So he's going to be in Oklahoma for five days, hanging out with the staff, hanging out with other guys. David Stone's going to be around. Uh, and then later on during that, the official Taylor Tatum will show up. So uh, Oklahoma feels like they're in a good spot there. They feel like they're still battling. They feel like they're in a really good place with Taylor Tatum, even though a lot of the trend says USC. And, you know, we'll find out. I, I think that's, that's the thing is, like, if Oklahoma misses on both, it's not the end of the world because when you look at their, their roster, they're deep, super deep at that position. And he can just – DeMarco can just go in and grab a transfer portal and then grab two guys in 2025 if that need be. So it's not a do-or-die thing, but it is a it is a big deal just because – Durham is a former OK Preps guy, and obviously Tatum with the location. You don't want to lose to Riley in anything if you're Oklahoma. So there's a lot of, you know, storylines that go along with those recruitments that make them a big deal more than just the position itself. Because the position itself is fine with or without them. It's it's can they, you know, build off the momentum of getting one of those guys. If you land one of the two, you're good, and I think that helps build momentum. If you go over two, I think that's, that that could be a – it's a public black eye, but I think behind the scenes I don't think Oklahoma is going to be like, oh, man, we're screwed at running back because they obviously have Sawchuck. Um, obviously they have Barnes. Uh, you got Caleb Hicks. Uh, you got Hollywood. You got all those guys that are still around that are young freshmen or sophomores. So it's not like that they're devoid of talent and young talent, mind you. They've got a lot of it on campus right now. Brandon, before we let you go, I'm going to ask you to call your shot. And oh, if you're gosh. if you're right, we'll spend this entire segment next week patting you on the back. And if you're wrong, we will categorically deny that this conversation ever happened. But if Oklahoma gets a commitment – out of this official visit weekend, it is who and why? Uh, I'll say Grant Briggs. Uh, I'm going easy, easier route, uh, just because it feels like it's trending in that ter- that way. And I think you would probably agree with me, Parker. <laughs> so <laughs> I'll go with him. Uh, if I was to go for a second one and I was going to swing for the fences a little bit, I'll go Eli Bowen. And I know that, again, that's not like outlandish or anything, but 
He does have other visits lined up, and Bowens notoriously take a lot of visits. Uh, but I don't know. There's something about Eli. He's not he's not out there like his brother was, right? Um, he's not talking to media all the time like his brother. He's very quiet to himself. So there's a part of me that feels like he's just going to shock the world and just up and announce one day and, and just kind of wake up and be like, yeah, I'm done with everything. So And that, that, that tends to kind of fall in line with his personality. So I think those two, if there was a third, Parker, I don't know, Braden Platt, I guess, or Zion Raggins, I think would be the only other two I could think of that, that I think would shut it down um, at this juncture. But uh, I think the other guys will take their visits. Brandon, we appreciate you, my man. Thank you so much. We'll be talking to you next Friday. We'll look back on the weekend that's uh, coming up for OU this uh, this weekend, obviously, as uh, a lot of these kids are in town or getting in town already, and the next week, Champion Barbecue. Appreciate you. We'll talk to you next Friday. All right. Thank you, guys. Brandon Drum, OU Insider, and uh, the Rivals Network joining us here as he does each and every Friday here on the Riverwind Casino Hotline. Break time right here. We have one more segment to go. We're going to get locked in coming up at the top of the hour, and uh, we'll get to as many texts as we can when we get back here on the home of Sooner fans, the Ref Radio Network on a Friday. Keep it here. Here at Riverwind, and what a weekend we have. Uh, Tonight's steak night at the River Buffet. Tomorrow night's uh, Saturday night, of course, and that means seafood. Seafood and Sunday, a great brunch. They've got a tremendous food court. They also have a world-class little pub restaurant, Chips and Ales Pub Restaurant, as well here at Riverwind Casino. And tomorrow night, show number two of the uh, 2023 Beats and Bites uh, season. We started out, what a great opening uh, act we had. Two great bands, 38 Special and Blue Oyster Cult. That was two weeks ago. Um Gin Blossoms and Tonic on the Beats and Bites stage tomorrow night. Get on out here and, uh, you know, play with your wild card. Get extra entries for the 80K New Beginnings and Winnings drawings, which happen tomorrow night. Preliminary drawings earlier, around 6 p.m., and then the grand prize drawings uh, later in the night here at Riverwind Casino on a Saturday. Come on out, win your share of $80,000 in cash and bonus play uh, in the 80K New Beginnings and Winnings promotion. Hang on a Really? You're going to text me, right? Okay. How about this for a text at the end of the radio show? Old fraternity brother of mine, Steely, have a trivia question. What three famous rock songs were written about Patty Boyd? Okay. Three of them. You're asking me the question, or, or you're trying to get me to... Give you the answer. Well, number one, it's uh, something by the Beatles because she was the English model Patty Patty Boyd. Something in the way she moved. That was off Ab- Abbey Road. Then you had, of course, Layla, Derek and the Dominoes, when uh, Patty Boyd was with Eric Clapton. And then you had Wonderful Tonight also. Uh, those would be the three. There were a couple more, actually, but those would be the three famous ones. Something by the Beatles. Uh, Layla, Derek and the Dominoes, and Wonderful Tonight by Eric Clapton. And, of course, Eric Clapton was with Derek and the Dominoes. Okay, uh, Parker, do you want to get – that's a weird uh, 
Weird question to get to the end of the radio show. You know I'm doing radio, right? Anyway. Okay, Parker, what do we have to close it out? From a listener in the 405. Oh, this. Uh, never mind. I thought this text was coherent, and I can't really make heads or tails of what it means. I think the essence of this task uh, or of this text is pay Patty Gasso whatever she needs, both her and her staff. Because they deserve it. Yeah, Patty's already making, you know, but yeah, absolutely. Patty is uh, just, uh, I don't know, I would pay her about 20. You know what? Well, you don't want to get the Saudis involved again. Pay her out of the PIF fund. No, no, we'll just, uh, but Patty's amazing. Absolutely amazing. You know, maybe we should have two separate tax line. The, uh, the coherent text line and the incoherent text line. Well, maybe we could get somebody to sponsor the incoherent text line. <laughs> what do you think? Uh, I'm sure we could. Pastor Andy in Broken Arrow says, Danny Cannell Googling up Bible verses to put down the OU girls is fairly humorous if it weren't sad. Danny can meet me behind the church. I've got a few verses to share with him. Joking. Slightly. There you go. Did you see that T-Row came off the top rope oh, at uh, Danny dude. Cannell moments ago? Whenever you see T-Row get involved, man, that is that is a rare sight. T-Row getting in the middle of beef, that is very uncharacteristic of that it. That's is... how you know the beef is serious and to be taken personally. When you have Toby Rowland coming to your defense. Yeah, well, and also when you have Toby Rowland coming it. to your defense. That's how you generally know you're in the right. Yeah, I, you know, I was going to say the exact same thing. And uh, Joel Klatt's coming after Danny Cannell now. The uh, the social media mob, except for the FSU fans, uh, they are storming the castle with pitchforks, the Cannell Castle right now. Uh, <laughs> oh. Mark and New- I, there's a text I want to read, but I can't because it's not FCC appropriate. Mark in Newcastle says, Steely, video killed the radio star. The, that would be the Buggles, I believe. Let me, uh, you can Google it. I think it was the Buggles. Uh, <laughs> video killed the radio star. From the okay. 405. Sorry. By Danny Cannell's logic, Oklahoma State should win titles, right? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, that's true. All right, we've just got a minute. We've got a minute, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, and Riverwind Casino, you know, Justin and the crew out here, they're just the best. And uh, so proud to be associated with them on the stream that I do as well. I, I just love uh, the way they do things here at Riverwind First Class. And the uh, renovation looks spectacular. Beats and Bites tomorrow night should be a great turnout for the Gin Blossoms and Tonic. And uh, can't wait to be out here again next Friday because uh, they're so accommodating out here. We have our own radio set up now in the area with the renovation. It's it's spectacular. Congrats again to all you national champion Sooners out there. And uh, Patty Gasso, just spectacular. What a coach. What a program. What a season. It's. I'm almost sad that I can't watch Sooner softball now. Those girls and the staff need a break, though. They were awesome. Thank you, Riverwind. Thank you, Dr. Bellardo. Everybody have a fabulous Friday. We'll see you.